Welcome to Millennial Sex Podcast. I'm your host, the Professor Double X, and I'm in the bedroom tonight. Recently, we joined Spotify. So I just want to say hey to everybody that's listening from Spotify. We're on Instagram, at Millennial Sex. This week's guest is a really great guest. She is a sex worker, um, and she describes herself as a vanilla squirter. So her name is Brooke, and we'll be talking with her about all kinds of things related to her work and to sex coming up. Welcome to Millennial Sex Podcast. I'm your host, the Professor Double X, and I'm in the bedroom tonight with an extremely special guest. Should be the most amazing guest we've had so far on Millennial Sex Podcast. We'll find out. Um, Her name is Brooke, and she's here in the bedroom. Say hi, Brooke. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, Professor. Hey. Welcome to the professor's bedroom. It's amazing in here, by the way. Mm, it's beautiful. You. I love it. Thank you. Um, how do you say your name? You want to say your whole name? Yeah. So uh, Brooke Bruyard. Bruyard. I, I, you know, so it's a French word. It yeah. actually means fog, and I liked it as my persona, yeah, uh, my sex work persona, because just as a as a like a literary device or just like a, a conceptual device, just fog. Yeah. Um, but then also it pertaining to water, which is a, relates to something that I, um, do or have a knack for. Oh, oh, right. But we can say that. Okay. So (laughs) she's like, oh, so we haven't said this yet, but our guest today um, is someone who, well, lately our last guest was a femdom, um, dungeon, like escort or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So she had her whole thing that she was into. Um, she only liked to be dumb Mm -hmm. and, um, and that was our last guest. So this week, Brooke is, um, she's also in the industry, but she's independent, right? Mm -hmm. And you're more of a sub, right? Yeah. More subby. Vanilla sub. Vanilla. Yeah. Vanilla to sub, I'd say, yeah. And her big talent is she can, like, squirt pretty much on command, I think. Like, she really is talented at it, and and that's something special. So (laughs) so we're going to hear more about that. (laughs) Yeah, um, so uh, I originally was... I started as a cam girl doing squirt shows, and then uh, went into, you know, stopped doing that, went into... A vanilla job for a while and then now um, I'm back in sex work now I'm doing um, I'm escorting uh, and yeah it's just I focus on squirting because pretty much anytime I have sex I'm not gonna say with everyone but most people um, it just happens some way or another it may not some people it's with what, much more than others but it just happens. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Do you, like, scream know. when it happens? Yeah. Oh. Is, is it, like, to go across the room, like, in those videos? It, it has, but not all the time. No, that's maybe happened, like, 
three or four times when it's like projectile. However, I will say this, when I was doing a cam show once many, several years ago, um, <clears throat> I had my, my webcam on top of my laptop positioned a certain way um, and I was, you know, doing a show, going at it. And by yourself? By myself. Okay. And then uh, I'm squirting and I squirt on my laptop. And my laptop breaks. Ah! And so I had to take it in. And I took it into... Wait, okay. Wait, Geek Squad? Yeah, it, was like, it was an Apple, but I should have taken it to Apple. Was but it an Apple? It was like an, an authorized Apple uh, retailer. Not, not an or, um, Mac mechanic, an authorized... Was it a Mac? Yeah, it was a Mac. Okay. Yeah, it was a Mac. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and, it, you know, I got it back. No big deal. But I just, the you know, I, I still wonder, did that technician find out? Is there a way for him to look up, like, you know, the last thing that happened before the computer went out? And it was water damaged, the trackpad. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I doubt yeah. he got any freebies out of that. Totally, yeah. And I also, it's like, it. I'm sure it's not, I'm not the first sex worker's computer he's had to, like, look through. Yeah. You just never, I don't know. You never know. That's true. Yeah. Who knows? Well. I'm just telling myself that to feel better. <laughs> but, it would have yeah, made his day if that's what he yeah. saw, but. That's funny. That's a good story. Yeah. You know, it's there's like, some more stories. dangerous, I guess. It can be. Um, I've also ruined a lot of beds. Ruined? Yeah. I mean, maybe not ruined. I don't know for sure. Because a lot of these people I never see again. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, so, I, so like, I saw your pictures. Uh-huh. So I saw, so I saw your pictures and I was like, wow, she like really has it together and like her whole like package and persona looks really good. Brulaire, right? Brulard? Brulard. Brulard. Yeah. Yard. I know, it's like Brulard. Yeah, I can't, I can't French, but I cannot say those words that have those A I. Yeah, it's definitely difficult. And I'm like, I grew up learning French. Difficult French name, but. I liked it because um, I thought it was alliterative with Brooke, and like I, alliterative names are sexy. Yeah. And memorable. Memorable and like the B, I don't know. Um, but I, as an idea, I like Bruyard because of it meaning fog. And it, you know, it has that like Moulin Rouge kind of like atmosphere to it. It makes it seem classier than like the average. Yeah, it's got like a Parisian um, or just like a yeah. French thing going yeah. on. Yeah, kind of mysterious. I work pretty part time. Um, some weeks I have to not work at all just because my vanilla job dictate like just takes up so much of my time. Right. Um, but um, and then some. It kind of depends on every week's a little different for me, schedule-wise. Um, but I offer mostly out-call uh, girlfriend experience. Um, okay. Which Wait, was, does out-call mean they come to you or you come to them? It means that I go to them. Oh, okay. That's what out-call. Yeah. You go out. You called out. 
like yeah. in college yeah. and staying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, where do you go? Like, do you only go in Manhattan or, like, do you um, have, like, rules? I've done out calls. So, okay, it kind of depends. Mostly, I only do out calls to Manhattan and Brooklyn. But I have two clients that I met in my in-call mm -hmm. that I have decided to meet them. One lives in the Bronx and then one lives in Queens. Yeah. And other because I know them, because I've met them before, I know they're okay, so I've gone there. Right. So, like, um, do you have a boyfriend? No. Um, so, um, like, uh, if you want to put that up. Oh, yeah. And then we have another one. Um, so, like, I, I think I recall, like, you, you charge a lot. Your prices are, like, really high. What do you I recently are? just raised them. So, okay. right now, I charge 500 For an hour? For an hour. And then, um... Great. And then, 800 for two hours. Uh, and it, and it goes up from there, but you, yeah. Like, the more hours you get, you do get a discount. You know, it's not five for everything so right um but yeah i started uh i think i started at three and then i just thought you know what i see other girls they're charging more and they look about the same as me i think and then so i just thought i'm gonna try five and see what happens and yeah as soon as i raised my rate to where i am now at 500 i'm at <clears throat> several new people who said, yeah, I don't see girls who charge less than 500 Right. And I was like, wow. Because honestly, I didn't think I could do... I didn't think I could be at 500 I know what you mean. Just looks-wise, like, you know, just didn't think. But I realized it's also not... It's not really... It's not entirely looks. I think because of the squirting, there's definitely, like... Uh, yeah, like because think of, of what the I'm squirting, it's, it's a draw. It's a, yeah, it's a sorry, yes, it's a yeah, thing. it's a niche. That's yeah, it. Yes. Like you have something special. It's a party trick, yeah. Everybody wants to see yeah. that once in their life, at least. Totally, yeah. It's like, I made a girl squirt. Also, I genuinely enjoy doing it for people, so. So what is it like, like, yeah. let's say someone pays 800 bucks for two hours of girlfriend experience. Like, what's yeah. going to happen? Okay, so... You know, it kind of depends on the, what the client wants. Sometimes clients want sex right away. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they want a little more conversation. With someone who's order, who's, I shouldn't say ordering, who's, who wants 800 per hour for two hours, they, they want more of a connection, I think. Mm -hmm. They want more, um, it's definitely more emotional labor you have to do for the longer the out, the sessions. Mm -hmm. um, but um, for me, I, I find it to be more a little bit more fun if I if I schedule it right and I don't burn myself out. The two-hour one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a sweet spot because it's like not too much but not too little. Mm -hmm. you know? And it's, I feel like I, I like connecting with clients a lot. I don't, I mean... It, whether or not they see it as, you know, I don't know how they see me, really. But for me, I'm like, I, I yeah, I guess I, I just, I do enjoy 
connecting with people. Like, how do you so. connect with these clients? Like, cause just like through I, conversation and like, I don't know, just like the, just like touching people and like through embracing someone. And I think, um, just, I don't know. Um, conversation and sex is definitely, or are definitely, you know, even if it's a transaction, it can still be, you can still, I don't know. Yeah. So, so, okay, so what we do, so you come in, so whether it's an hour or two, like, you come in, you talk, and then what happens? You connect a little bit through talking and what you're touching, you're getting flirty, yeah, are you, like, what do you yeah. wear when you go? You wear those fancy lingeries. Yes, yes. Those really I nice wear, stuff. I wear nice lingerie. Um, I do my makeup, I do my hair, and that just, um... So I have, like, blondish brown hair. I just, like, curl it in that sort of, like, basic bitch white girl kind of way. Like, every, it's like everyone has, like, those curls. You know, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this little French bouillard curl. Or just, like, it just reminds me of, like, uh, I don't know. Just like a very specific way to like, it just I think yeah I grew up in like a um, a very suburban place that you see a lot of girls like that and I just when I do my hair like that I think of them like I'm putting on like I'm like dressing up like them or something yeah so you so you look the part and then like because it's girlfriend experience so what you just like. So is that that means that you have sex, do oral, do whatever. Anal is not included. Uh, I don't do anal for. Maybe extra. Yeah. I well, I don't. I don't do anal for first timers. Like you have to be an ongoing regular. Yeah. And that's only one person. I only have one client who does that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Condom. Yes. Because I thought, Always. See, I thought GFE meant like no condom because like girlfriend, boyfriend. Yeah, sometimes that's, I mean, there's different, different, some people have different definitions of it. For the most part, it's, I think, like a, a style of interacting more than like condom. Um, I think for, for me, like condoms are a must. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know, um, I just, it's non-negotiable. Yeah. Um. So, like, who are, like, your clients? Like, what kind of people are they? They are mostly professionals, um, a few doctors, uh, one is in the entertainment industry, they're not famous, though, but... They have, like, a performing arts job. Um, there's one who's, like, a surgeon. Uh, and I, a bunch of IT guys as well, like, a lot of tech dudes, because they're everywhere in the city. Uh, but also, there's other people who... Um, aren't necessarily like, you know, high rollers, like 
people from all walks of life really contact me and I see them and it's just but yeah for the most part it's a lot of like definitely people who want to guys who want to spend uh, some kind of frill on themselves mm -hmm. um, are there any people you won't see uh, anyone who doesn't scream yeah, uh, people who give off cop vibes as well. Um, any, but how do you get the cop vibe? Uh, if they connect, rate to an act. So if they say like, "Hey, will you do this for this amount?" That's game over. It's like it's really. I just block it immediately. It's like scare. It's terrifying to me actually. Okay. Yeah, it happens though, and that's when. Yeah, and I've also had guys give uh, give me screening materials, like their ID, um, and it's completely fake. Um, so, and I've heard of cops doing that, where I've read on like Reddit and different Discord chats. Um, for sex workers, um, that a lot of police stings, like, a lot of, like, police clients will give, um, screening materials. Um, but so, like, what are screening materials? Like, um, references like, to 411 or something? Y uh, yeah, references from other, um, providers and, or, um, work information or um id oh yeah open relationship oh yeah i that's something i want to explore i don't know anything really about it in a experiential way just just like people on the periphery i know do it and i i don't i don't have any close friends really who are non-monogamous but that's something i want to explore in my next relationship when was the last time you were in one it was like a year ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does your, so, when you're in one, do they know, like, about your, your uh, sexual proclivities? Well, at that time, I was not escorting. However, okay. um, however, it's they, they knew about me being a cam girl. Yeah. Oh, you just started escorting. I just started recently, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, in August of this year. Oh, okay. So I started post-Vasta. Oh. So it's been kind of, Yeah. Have you made a lot? Um, have you done well? Like, how often do you have a client? I haven't made as much as I wanted to, and but that's not because of, like, really the market. It's because I just haven't posted and I haven't followed through. Like, I just haven't chosen to work, really. Like, I haven't, like, met everyone who's inquired me or sent me screening materials. Um, I've just, I have been pretty busy in terms of, how much time or how much energy I can spend yeah so I kind of just like work whenever I want to which is like maybe sometimes it sometimes it's once a week and then sometimes it's like once every three weeks oh you don't do more than once a week usually well it depends on how many clients I have like yeah. I don't know how many I, I don't know it kind of depends so Something like, about, I have a question. So yeah, like, yeah. Do I don't. You, you just do girlfriends. Do you do like kink or anything like that? I can cater to kinks for sure. Um, I think that my squirting ability is like 
falls under a kink. Right, um, yeah. It's just really specific. But, do you guys get yeah. really, like, nasty because you can do that? I imagine they get, like, nasty as fuck. What do you mean nasty? Yeah, you know how they get, like, if you can squirt, like, bodily fluids and they're like, ah! They're probably like going sometimes, crazy, yeah. I guess with it, and like well, they want to taste it, they want to. I can imagine they'd be like real nasty about I mean, it. You know what? Had, <laughs> luckily, not. Um, a lot of guys are kind of like, Ugh. like really? sometimes they're like, whoa, or they're like, you know, or they just kind of just, I don't know. There are guys who the thing is, is that I, I, I squirt only from penetration. And so, like, these guys will, my clients will go down on me trying to get me to squirt. In their mouth. Yeah, Yeah, in their mouth. But it doesn't happen. It's happened with one client. But really, it just doesn't, you know. And that was because I was really well, um. You were already excited. I was, yeah, I was really excited. Yeah. And, but I mean, also, a big part of my sex work is also the fetish of me, like, doing it. Like, I like... I don't know. I just, I like the the adventure and like, I don't know, the fetish of doing it for money. So, and I need the money too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It feels free. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. It's just like, I, I feel, I mean, it feels very positive. Um, but yeah, it really, escorting has made me look back on the past few years and, like, question why I hooked up with so many people for free. That's why I made that. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's an amazing book. Thank you. It's amazing. Doing sex work has also taught me how to have boundaries and to, like, you know, just, uh stay away from unfavorable people. Yeah. And so now I understand it better as a sex worker than I did as a person dating. And I really should have had those skills as a younger person. So it's, yeah, it's really fascinating. Real life is sex work. The very first Tinder hookup I ever had, uh, he was this guy who worked at... Momofuku, um, but it was at a at a Momofuku in another city, not in New York, at one of their outposts, and like he was just really, uh, he was really into it. He like, it was like a, he kind of like wore it like a badge of honor. He was like this like hipster dude, and he, Wait, Momofuku was like that restaurant it's a yeah it's like this With ramen noodles yeah it's like a ramen restaurant yeah. right okay and he's uh, like really into it yeah because it's super cool like, <laughs> yeah and okay. he cared a lot about being cool all right and <laughs> all right i feel like i know where this might be <laughs> <laughs> yeah um <laughs> uh, he so anyways he was, he was just like a typical just like a typical fuckboy in hindsight but I didn't know it at the time um just cause I was just um choosing not to see what was really there yeah um but he anyways uh we met at a board game bar 
that was it's a bar that has board games it's like it was a thing in this particular city um, there were many of them um, and we drank beer and I drank on an empty stomach because I had thought we were gonna order food but then we didn't and uh, I got relatively drunk on three pints and we both rode our bikes back to my apartment and on the way there um, we were at a red light stopped and my bike fell over I, f I just fell over very slowly because I couldn't keep my balance on the bike because I was drunk. Uh -huh. And also because my bike was not prop the seat was way too high. Okay. And I could kind of, you know, teeter totter on it while sober, but while drunk or just like at least buzzed, I couldn't keep my balance and I just slowly fell over to the right and I fell over on the curb. And there was actually a guy standing in the car, and he, like, jumped over and, like, helped me up. And the guy who I was with, my date, like, was behind me on his bike, and he didn't say anything about it. Like, he, he, he watched it happen, but he didn't say a word about it. Anyways, I scratched my chin, and I had a... The next day, I had a bruise on my face. Um, but... That night, though, we so we're riding, and I was shaken, and I didn't really know what to do. I was like, kind of like, okay, I just need to go to bed, and he needs to, like, we're not going to hook up. He needs to, like, go. But he was following me, like, and he, he ended up following me all the way to my apartment. And I was like, what the fuck? And I just, like, you know, locked up my bike. Um, and he locked it up his bike up too and I just I was kind of drunk and then I, I think eventually like I was like no and then yes and then I I invited him back to my apartment and we did not have sex that night there was no sex however what I realized in the morning after he left was there was a condom on the ground and I know that he saw it but him and I did not have sex. So it just w looked really gross. A used condom? Yeah, it was a used condom, like in the middle, just. And, I, and the reason why. <laughs> the reason why. He was like, I'm not having sex with this chick. <laughs> yeah. This but, but the reason why. Crashing and shit. <laughs> but the reason. The reason why oh. the condom was on the ground is because I used it to masturbate that morning. You used it to masturbate. Yeah, I just because my I just wanted my hands have eczema and the roughness is just not good on my clit. So I use a condom sometimes. Oh. Just cuz I have like rough hands some actually I have a little bit right here. Oh. Yeah. Well that's interesting. Yeah. That's something I would have never It's just like an ad just like a weird adaptation. 
Maybe I shouldn't put that in there. I love that. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I know. You know, I'm just sometimes You're kind of a like weird girl. I'm a weirdo. Yeah, I am a you weirdo. Squirt, you masturbate with condoms. Yeah, like I used because it's like a sensation, you know. Yeah, I guess. It's like you, people use condoms as dental dams, so um, why not, like, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. Right. Definitely. I definitely So he thought, like, yeah. you're, like, you, well, either way, though, like, when, you, like, you just throw dirty condoms, like, in the middle of the floor. <laughs> it was like, and I, well, yeah. Whether it's you or someone right. else, you just were like, well, that's the thing is that the like the room was not messy otherwise, and so it was like so obvious. That's what is so weird about it, like because it's it was, you know. And he never asked you. No, you never but talked to him again? no, but I remember looking over at him, and he was looking down. And then you guys just never talked about that. He never talked. He never oh. mentioned it. But oh, it, you it, talked to him again. He, no, he tried to, he wanted to sleep with me again, but then wow. I realized, I was like, no, like, it was literally the next night, he was like, what are you doing? And I was just like, no, shut it down. I didn't want to have sex with him. I could just tell he was just not someone with potential. I've done a lot of Craigslist hookups for free. Really? Yeah. Why? That was before I did sex work. Or, before I did escorting, I mean. Actually, no, that was before I did camming as well. That was, like, in my early 20s. Um, I, I don't know. I, it's so silly now, in hindsight. I should have done it for money. But I think also the city I was living in at the time was dominated by um, agencies. And none of that world made sense to me online. And I think also, like... When I was that young, Craigslist and online was like a totally different place. Yeah. Well, Craigslist in New York was pretty cool. Yeah. Do you use it here? I ha yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it's not really there anymore. But. Yeah. But yeah, I used it. I used it for other things. Rentals. Yeah. Buying buying antiques. Buying other stuff. You want to hear the worst? This guy comes over one day. His name is Leon Gross. Leon. So he comes over. He steps in the house. He goes, can I use your bathroom? <laughs> like, yeah. He goes in the bathroom and takes a huge dump. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Like, I'm just really? like. Oh, my God. I can hear it. You hear this apartment. It's like a tiny apartment. I can hear him taking a fucking dump. He bombs it all up. You can smell oh. it in the hall. Finally, he comes out. Oh, my God. Like, so. I'm like, you've got to be kidding. He's like, huh? I'm like, you got to go. Goodbye. Good. Yeah. Gross. That's like, crazy. <laughs> I'm sure that, like, he does that to everybody. Like, I'm going to go to this fucking yeah, girl's actually, house, and I'm just going to take a shit in yeah, the really? toilet, I, I actually, and I'm going to have shit on my ass, and she's going to lick it. Like I feel like I've read shit like this on, like, review boards. <laughs> well, he got oh, told like, to leave. Yeah, like, like, that's an that's such a dick move. Like, seriously, so fucking evil. I met a guy last week. 
he gave me really weird vibes. Just like a really like bad, like sinking, it was like sinking. Just like the entire session, I just felt like, oh, this is weird. Like, he, he just had uh, a lot of just like sexist stuff in him with what he's talked about. He talked about his, um, he talked about his wife and he talked about how he was upset and like getting revenge because his wife cheated on him and they were high school sweethearts and blah, 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 all this weird stuff. And like, I didn't really truly believe him, like what he was saying. And, no, he was married, but, like, I think he was just cheating on her and he was making up some story to, like, validate himself or or just to, like, excuse himself and, like, make himself feel better about it. Right. Uh, yeah, that was pretty weird. And I, I just felt like he was, he had some mockery of me. Like what? Like just asking me about my life and I would ex- tell him and just he had uh, just in the questions he, he asked he had like a little bit of like just like oh well mm, like a little just there was a little bit of aim like hatred I felt yeah. like but he paid you. He paid me, though. That's it. And I never want to see him again. But he wants to see me again. But I, I what happened. What would he look like? Yeah. Uh, he was like a tall, white business executive guy. And he had, like, brown hair, balding, graying. Uh, kind of like a square jock face, but not hot. <laughs> like John Kerry or something? Yeah, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> or maybe even more like a football face. Like, just like, he's from Georgia. Uh, okay, well, it's cool. Yeah. I get the picture. Yeah. <laughs> you're like you're about to like draw a fucking sketch of this guy you're like yeah. his face is shaped like this <laughs> I'm like damn Georgia, like a courtroom reporter yeah. he was born in this year <laughs> oops yeah, yeah uh, my, my you obviously know him well you've connected as far as he's concerned oops yeah oh gosh yeah um the guy came over and he was talking down to you? So you think he was just lying about the wife, right? Well, I think that he was lying about his wife cheating. Mm-hmm. Because he just had this weird, like, artificiality with showing his emotion about it. Hmm. And, like, and then he said this really bizarre thing where he was like, he was like, you know, I was so faithful t- to her, even though it was so hard I did it, and you know why I did it? Because she had only been with one man. 
And I was like, uh, Gross. What's his dick like? Tiny. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's yeah. like a baby dick. Yeah, he had yeah. a baby dick. Yeah. yeah, that's why he's like that. Yeah. He's probably in finance. He's, yeah, he isn't finance, but it's like, yeah, it's like he runs a management, like, managing a bunch of, like, quants or something. Yeah, he's yeah. in finance. Yeah. FOSTA is a reaction to the Me Too movement because sex workers have the most information about politicians. And I think Stormy Daniels is a case in point to that. And yeah, I don't know. It's like, like they tried, I don't know. It's like, they want to cover up sex workers. They want to dismantle us. Uh, because of, yeah. It's not just, like, a sex workers. Like, see, the way I look at it... Well, yeah, I know, that too. I mean, it's also, like, women, too. It's all, it's all women. It's not just, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, they want to cripple women. Yeah. But like, no, I get it. I, I mean, I went to interviews at in, in, escort agencies when I was younger, but I was way too young. Yeah. They're scary. I've never even heard of that. Basically, the interview is like where you have sex with someone and like they take your picture and stuff and like ask you questions. Sex with them? Yeah. And so, but the thing is, is the one, I, so one place I had sex with a guy, it was really disturbing, and I was like, whoa, never again. Um, and that was the last time I did it, but before that, the first time was kind of a little weird, because, like, the guy, he, like, didn't, he was really suspicious of me. Like, he thought... He could tell that I wasn't, like, a legitimate person. Like, I wasn't sure. Like, I was kind of, like, young and, like, uncertain. And, like, he asked for what and I, had, I had done for work prior to that. And I told him, like, I worked in restaurants and stuff. And he was like, well, most of the people here, like, you know, they've been working at, you know, they ha they've been working in the industry for years and, like, you know... They haven't had jobs. And I was like, okay. And I, and it was like, he was like, we're looking for someone like who's like, you know, just works in this, this industry. And I was like, okay. Um, and then he said, um, oh God, what, what else was it? Yeah, I don't know. He told me some other stuff, but he was just kind of like, he kind of like scared me out of it. And I was just like, whatever, like, I'll try another agency. And Did then, you have sex with him? No, I didn't have sex with that guy. Because that guy, like, refused at the beginning. And then I was like, okay, this guy was kind of just being like, we're not going to hire you. So I went to another agency. And then I had sex with that guy. And I was just... It was really weird and uncomfortable. And I just... Was he like, um, you have to have sex with me... Well, he pretty much, he was pretty much like, you know, the way it works is like, we see 
you know, how comfortable you are. And then we make a decision and, like, we figure out, like, you know, how to market you. Like, your age, we'll take pictures. Um, we could have you working as soon, as soon as, like, by three days from now or, like, two days. That kind of thing. Hmm. Um, and I just got scared. I was like, oh. So you just yeah. them and you're like, all right, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the guy that I had sex with, like, it was awkward and uncomfortable. And I remember, like, being really cold. But he was, like, reasonably attractive. So, you know. I just remember, like, trying to focus on that. Yeah, that's weird, though. Yeah. But that's, like, kind of the norm with agencies, unfortunately. Thank you to our guest, Brooke. And thank you to all of you for listening to Millennial Sex Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, at Millennial Sex. This is your host, the Professor Double X, and I look forward to our next romp in the bedroom. <laughs>